goes long to the end zone. That pass is going to be caught in the back corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Tennessee. Javante Payton. Right, they hand it to him. Falls forward at end of the end zone. Quick slant, complete to Bayless Jones. Breaks a tackle to the 30. Gets to the 20. Makes a move to the 10, to the 5, to the checkerboard. Touchdown. Welcome to SEC Fan Talk, the show by SEC fans for SEC fans and your source for all SEC news, stats, scores, and more. Want to be a guest host? Sign up today at secfantalk.com. And now for your hosts, Brandon Bird, Luke Alsup, and Brad Rush. Hello there, Tennessee fans. Your eyes do not deceive you. <laughs> we, we do not have a blue background with a nice little SEC logo. We have made a format change. We are here in Tennessee, so it's much easier to, you know, talk about Tennessee. The only team that matters. <laughs> in this state. Yes, it is. And jumped. some part of northern Alabama, some part of southwest Virginia, and a little part of unless, southern Kentucky. Unless you have jumped on the Nick Saban bandwagon. I mean, he's, he'll stop at any bus stop you get if you go and hop on. Moving forward, you have myself, Brandon, and the Duke, Mr. Brad Rush. Yeah. bring it to you every week. Of course, we're going to continue to have special guests. We're going to c- continue to have Tito on, especially next week when we talk about Tennessee <coughs> beating Florida. Yeah, if, if if Tennessee beats Florida, he'll be drinking a lot of Tito's to drown drown his sorrows. <laughs> so, how do you want to do it? How do you want to do it, Duke? Do you want to hit the around the SEC first, or do you want to dive into to Tennessee's performance against Tennessee Tech first? I think since it's going to be the most time when we, because obviously it's about Tennessee. I think we go around the SEC, just sprinkle our salts and you know our little satire on top of it. Talk about Tennessee, make the picks, go on with our day. And in that case, we will we will go around the SEC. <laughs> I need, I need, when I get some music with that uh, that little overlay, it'll it'll be better. Uh, last week we had quite a bit of picks that were good. Some of them not so good. You can't We've win got, them all. You know you can't you can't win them all. No. And um, of course we all picked Alabama, right? So Alabama uh, went in and and, uh, won the game but did not quite uh, perform the way that Alabama normally performs. I mean, after the first quarter, I thought it was going to be a complete blowout. So credit where credit's due to Florida to make it a ball game, a very exciting ball game. You know, did they find the hole in Alabama or – do we need to watch out for the Gators this coming week? I think the Gators might come out of the uh, out of the gate a little slow, you know, a little hangover. But towards the end of the second quarter, going into the third, they're going to turn the afterburners on and blow us out of the water. <laughs> Bottom line. Got to pull up um, the picks, of course. So we all picked Georgia against the South Carolina game. Georgia comes in 40-13, to 13, no surprise. No right, Georgia surprise. in that amazing defense. On the Arkansas game, uh, we all picked that one um, for Arkansas. Did not, ex- you know, they blew the doors off. Uh, we all picked mm-hmm. them for the win. The Auburn Penn State game, you and I both picked uh, Auburn. I gave Bo Nix too much credit. T- 
Tito come in there. He picked the upset and was correct. Uh, matter of fact, he picked 27-21, and of course the game ended up 28-20. Uh, hopefully he placed some money line bets on that one. I'd say he didn't. He only bets on Florida. <laughs> the uh, Kentucky and UT Chattanooga game, did they play down to their level of competition and almost get, you know, almost get upset? Or did, you know, is it something that uh, game tape is going to show us that Chattanooga found a flaw? I think uh, what it was was that was Chattanooga's Super Bowl, and Kentucky played down. That's all. Okay. That was a little that, combination of both. Obviously, Chattanooga. Bottom line, they, they played down, and Chattanooga it was pumped up, scared them a little bit. That's probably actually pretty good for Kentucky. Next one uh, was, of course, the uh, LSU. And we all picked LSU to win that Who game. Who were they playing, by the way? Central, uh, Central Missouri, Central Are you sure? Michigan. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, Central Michigan it. Chippewas is who they play. Oh, uh, next one <laughs> was the Mississippi State, whom we all three picked. Uh, did not expect the loss over there. Getting handed to him from Memphis. Um... Dealt, dealt them the loss. I'm not gonna say get handed to them because they didn't get handed to them. They dealt them the loss. Yeah. Uh, that's and that's quite upsetting. <laughs> Fumble Ruski. <laughs> and we'll we'll go through what these wins and losses did as far as where it placed them in East and West categories. The Missouri game. They're always uh, fun for me to go on my screen and watch uh, it. <laughs> didn't, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch it. Uh, well, I mean, Missouri versus Southeast Missouri. Uh, I I picked it sixty to ten, and they beat them fifty nine twenty eight. So you know, I was right there for for Mizzou. The Ole Miss, we all three picked Ole Miss. I picked it forty eight ten. They come in sixty one twenty one. Uh, of course, we all three picked Tennessee to win. We'll get into that later. We all three picked uh, A&M to win, in which they did, of course, against uh, your uh, hat there against New Mexico. <laughs> and you, uh, I'm sorry, Luke and I picked Vandy to win. You picked the, I guess, upset uh, for Stanford to come in, and they did. 41-23, Vandy goes down. Have you Vandy got beat by ETSU? You don't pick Vanderbilt the I, rest I, of the year, does it? I, I don't think you pick Vanderbilt the rest of the year. So, high school reason. And what's what's bad is Vandy has not played a conference game, uh, and of course Tennessee hasn't either. So let's show <laughs> we got the East with Georgia leading and uh, Kentucky in that Tennessee in third, Vandy in fourth, and then of course uh, the Gators. Mizzou and South Carolina have all lost conference games. Over on the west side, Alabama leading with Arkansas, Ole Miss trailing right behind them. Uh, Texas A&M, Auburn, LSU, and down in the bottom is Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. So how about I mean, the it's balls? too early. Would it, well, I mean, I guess they probably played a little better than I thought they would. But I didn't expect them to put that many points on the board. And I'd say you didn't either. 
I mean, I don't even remember what. Uh, we all three picked Tennessee to only score 28 points and allow, you had 10 and both Tito and I had allowing 21. Uh, there was, we just had no faith, uh, in the offense. I still have no faith in the offense. No, I don't have no faith in any of it except maybe the punter. <laughs> Hendon Hooker went 17 for 25, 199 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions is a big one there. Of course, we had, uh, a... Did he, did he turn over a fumble? I think he did. Harrison Bailey come in three for seven, 16 yards. Uh, and, of course, he ran one in. Uh, you know, what What really concerned me, and it's going it, – you have to play rushing and passing, right? you got to be able to run the ball so that it can open up for a pass. Everybody knows this. This is not some sort of – Except Josh move. Except no, he wants to run it. The problem yeah, is, yeah, bubble screen, and, and and he can and he can bump out to the edges and get some of that every once in a while. But you have to be able to get nose for nose, you know, bloody right up the middle, running and be able to break free. And they could not do that. Uh, Evans with 15 attempts, his average was only 2.7 yards, 41 yards total, and a touchdown. His longest of the game was 15. The quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Had 64 yards. His average was seven. His longest was 22. So your quarterback had better stats than both running back Wright and Evans. Um, it worries me, especially when they do this against Tennessee Tech. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do against Florida this Saturday? In receiving stats, Valeus Jones Jr., welcome to the SEC. I know you were here last year, but you look much better this year. Uh, just just with three receptions, an average of 21.7 yards on those, 65 yards total, and a touchdown, 45 with his long. Uh, Peyton looked good as well. Callaway, you know, to see another another Callaway name come in. And they also uh, use their tight ends here and there. Um, you know, so something a little different for fans to see. One of the things... Uh, you know, we talked about, I talked about rushing being something that I'm concerning about the other. Of course, every Tennessee fan uh, has their doubts on is the long ball. And Josh Hype, well, it's got to be tearing him up because that is what he was bringing to Tennessee football was the hurry-up offense in which he beat his record from UCF where it was, they were um, three-point-something plays per minute. They ran, you know... Um, greater than that this past weekend, over 80 plays in the entire game, which, I mean, that's getting it. That's a lot of plays. Those guys are moving. Hopefully they can do that in conference play and it make a difference because those teams are not prepared for that. You know, they all got big guys. The Floridas, uh, Georgias, Alabamas, they all got big guys. I don't, you know – they're used to getting switched out, right, especially Alabama players. They're so good and they're so stacked on defense because they're able to switch them out. Can they play to that fast pace? So that's it's going to be Tennessee's advantage. They've worked on it a whole lot and have, have gotten really good at it. The problem is, is when it's time to go deep and threat, what do you get? I mean, they throw it over the damn jumbo, Jumbotron. Well, they, that's, I mean, Milton throws it over the jumbotron. With, I mean, the bottom line, the offensive line—I mean, the offensive uh, scheme—I guess you'd say—still comes across as kind of gimmicky. Once again, he's more of a—I feel like he's more quantity 
and something's going to break out in quality. That's why they also give up 50 points, or his defense will this week give up 50 points. But, I mean, until it's proven otherwise, in my book, it's still a little gimmicky. Obviously, I want to give him some time. I'm not the kind of guy that's hire somebody, fire him, hire somebody, fire him. We're going to have to find somebody, and we're just going to have to take the licks and give give this guy five years. I mean, it, I mean that's just the bottom line. We're, we've already tried the fire and fire game. So I have a scenario for you. The okay. USC job could haunt Tennessee again. It already haunted with the lane train, mm-hmm. you know, getting over there. So not necessarily them coming off Hypel, coming to Hypel, but what if what's Oklahoma's head coach right now? Um, 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 they, um I, they they hired Oklahoma's head coach. That would be a stupid move. Oklahoma has now a decision to make on who they go for, and why would they not welcome him home? Why would they not offer Hypo a position? Because it would be a stupidest move ever for, I mean, let me, I have to, I know this guy's name. I'm Googling it right now. I'm just saying. It would be so stupid. Oklahoma's coming to the SEC. We both agree that they're going to be there next year. They're going to to buy buy it out. SEC is going to pay the fine. They're going to do it. It's going to be on some sort of payment repay program. Uh, Lincoln as, Riley. That's Lincoln, right. That's right. It reminds Lincoln me Riley. of Abe Lincoln. And he was. He was. He's only been there a year. He was just started last year. Well, yeah, he was Stoops' predecessor. Um, that would be one of the dumbest moves. It's like a coach coming to Tennessee. It's where coach or where good coaches go to die after Pete Carroll is USC. The only coach that came out of there was I have said multiple times is the biggest fraud coach in the SEC. You know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. Mr. Ed Orgeron. So, yeah. I, I mean, it, just saying, Lincoln Riley would be stupid because once he goes in the SEC, obviously Oklahoma's great at recruiting already. They take that next step to say, you know, they can go to anybody's, any recruits home and say, hey, we play in the SEC. You want to get on TV? Guarantee game on TV. You <laughs> what you giggling about? Guaranteeing game on TV. I mean, that's the bottom line. Not everybody's watching Oklahoma play Iowa State. I mean, Iowa State's good this year, but it's it's definitely going to mix it up. And I I did see the the pods that you were talking about that that them putting in. Yeah, and uh, it's it's going to be, and we're going to get screwed because we're going to play Florida, mm-hmm. Kentucky, and Alabama every year. Oh, I mean. We do. We already do that. I know that, but I'm saying we could also play where we play Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina every year. You know how much more I'd like that. I would love that. We would <laughs> dominate. We dominate that pod. You know, and then we would go show up to the whatever the next round is and yeah. just get the doors blown off of us. Well, the uh, East uh, North <laughs> pod, represented by Tennessee this year, does not make it past the first. So this week they go they go to Florida, okay? Yep. Go down to Gainesville, down with some of the rudest, nastiest fans in college football. Not as bad as Georgia, but yes. <laughs> so last week, okay, um, of course they had Emory Jones as their QB because their backup, which they were going to play both quarterbacks, hurt his hamstring the week before. 
Jones mm-hmm. went 18 for 28, 195 yards, zero touchdowns, and threw an interception. You know, so no no passing uh, touchdowns. Of course, rushing, they brought in four, one by Davis, one by Jones himself, and two by Pierce. Yep. They, they had uh, quite a bit. Uh, of yards, you know, in the air, not as much as, uh, not as much as Alabama. Uh, they, they dominated the run game against Alabama as far as stat for stat. Uh, but, but, you know, Young just made it happen with his 240 yards, 22 for 35. That's really not that great for Young. Three TDs uh, that, is, The three TDs is, of course, that first quarter, if had they not come out of the gate and just, put up 21 in the first quarter this we may we may be talking a whole different story about Alabama yeah but I mean you I mean you can't go off a bunch of what Emory Jones did Alabama's defense is twice as good as ours I guarantee I mean, he had throw one interception he's not gonna throw interception against us he's 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 gonna he put 195 yards he can probably double that against us not maybe not double add another 100 yards to it not double excuse me so but, uh, Milton, Joe Milton the third has been named the starting quarterback um, oh, for the game. I, I did not he, know that. He, he is, he is uh, if he comes out healthy, he's going to start. They've already said if, if he's cleared to go, then he is going to start the game. And if they start doing those quick slants, you know, just, just straight across, uh, lateral pass, uh, maybe not even that, maybe, <laughs> maybe behind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if they do those, Florida's just, they can read. Those things are so easy to read uh, by those great corners or linebackers, and they're just going to pick it up, and that's going to become a problem. So hopefully they do not go with that game plan. Hopefully, and, and what I would <laughs> really like to hear is that uh, Tennessee can really throw the deep ball. They're just playing games and <laughs> saying, oh. Oh, Tennessee's not going to be able to throw it, and then they just start. I mean, maybe they say Tennessee won't it be could, able to run the ball, and we run the it ball. Could, it could happen. That's the only way they're going to try to open up the deep balls, like give me a flea flicker. I'd open and still overthrow him by 33 yards. Uh, Hooker should have got the job. Bottom line, Hooker should have got the start. Uh, Hooker needs the start in my personal opinion. Uh, so coming up for this week, we'll hit a couple of games here. Uh, the first one, Georgia at Vandy. I mean, that's that's a big one. Um, Georgia? Yeah, I said 52 to nothing. What, what were yours on that? I think you said uh, 48 I can't, I can't to 3. Remember. You said 48 like to that. 3. Yeah, that sounds that's, about right. Yeah, 48 that's, to 3. That's going to be... Uh, LSU, Jimmy Johnson, Dale Earnhardt. LSU at Mississippi State, both you and I have put down for the upsets, uh, a historic upset, maybe. So uh, Mississippi State, we both picked in for the win. Missouri and Boston College, of course, Missouri picked by both of us. A&M and Arkansas, we both pick Arkansas. We're actually really close on picking these scores, too, 35-21, 31-28. You know, we're, we're relatively close. Uh, I mean, Georgia we're professional State. analysts here, so we, we really know we really it. know our thing. We've got it. Georgia State at Auburn, big. I said sixty to seven, sixty to seven. You said forty-two to nothing. We'll see how that goes. I'll skip uh, the Tennessee, Florida. I'm going in order of how they uh, are airing, by the way. 
and Kentucky at South Carolina. I picked Kentucky 21-10, and you went South Carolina's. I mean, you got to mix it up a little bit. It's, I mean, it's just a terrible game all the way around. So maybe the, I mean, the grad assistants got some got some experience being in grad I mean, Will 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 Levis or however you pronounce his name. Sometimes I have one week I have it, the next week I don't. He he's just gonna put yards on them like crazy, major passing yards. Put them on UTC. And of course, Southern Miss at Alabama. Alabama's going to blow the doors off of them. You pick 62 yeah. to 10. Yeah, that's so, all right. So we'll talk about this Florida game. Number 11, Florida hosting our beloved Tennessee Vols. You went 48 10, Florida. Yeah. And I went 42 38, Tennessee. There's no way we score 42 points against Florida. No way. No way. And I mean, it's early in the season. You have to allow my wishful thinking. <laughs> Brandon, we've been bad so long. Wishful thinking's been out the door for at least three years. You Since still... the Josh Dobb days. So, Heupel says that uh, they have to have communication. They have to have much better communication in all three phases of the game. He said that communication is their problem. Yeah, the punter, the punter looks at Milton and says, learn how to throw the deep ball, son. <laughs> That's what he does. Yeah. There's intangibles that you just can't teach, and you've you've said this before uh, in relation to baseball, right? Um, I can teach you to hit a spot. I can't teach you to throw at 98. At, and for, for him, I mean, he has got a cannon. He just cannot place the ball. I mean, I don't and know that, about the mechanics in that. I don't could teach and you I, can't teach him to have the arm strength. You can teach him to throw it, but maybe he just doesn't get it. Maybe he doesn't get it. I don't know. And you would think at his age by now, you would be able to put a little arc on the ball, right? I'd hate to see him shoot a basketball and another backboard broken. <laughs> he <got it. laughs> Boo! No, he's, no, he's got the. He's a two-handed guy. He's, he's the two-handed. He's, yeah, he's no. a two-handed guy. A little backspin no, arc. He's, backspin he's, arc. He's over at the. He's over at the other side. You know. Little. Yeah, I mean, he's going he gonna to break the backboard. I did it brick, again. Uh, brick by brick from brick. the foul line. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would I would actually love to go see him shoot basketball because if you do not have a natural arch, which he can't throw the football, and I know that's two different motions, right? But if you can't make a ball arch, uh, I would love to see him shoot basketball. Just a bit outside. Maybe he needs to go hang out with the basketball team, a little a little camp, learn how to learn how to put a little art. Or the golf team because he's got stone hands, so they can teach him how to hold a putter real nice. It's like not too hard, not too soft, like you're holding a baby bird kind of thing. That's when he's like needs to hold like a hold a baby bird around. I'm gonna go hang out with Barnes for a day. Then I'm gonna go hang out with. Uh, I just went mind blank. Vitello. Yeah, or Vitello. Yeah. No, say his name. I don't know how to say his name. R- Rigatoni, I don't know. You know how you say his name? With a lot of dollar signs behind it, because Tennessee hey. had to pay the man after showing up in the series. I mean, it's a good return on investment, we hope. Yep. I mean, at least they're, they're going to be uh, upgrading Lindsay. 
upgrade, giving Lindsay a makeover. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to get a nice baseball facility. Now, whether he hangs around or not, we don't know. They are going to get a nice. Well, you know, after um, where's Josh Heltman need him, huh? Some, some, someone, and I forget what it was. Right after the baseball season, let their coach go. We thought that they were going to come recruiting to Tennessee, and that did not happen. So that was that was great. We gave him enough money to stay this time. So we'll see what kind of team he puts together next year, and that'll be exciting. He's made another sport exciting at Tennessee again. Well, because the one that brings the most money in is the worst. <laughs> Just the bottom line. At, uh, Could you imagine if we still had Pat Summit? Dang. How good would every other program be except for the full? Mm. R.I.P. Rest in peace. All right. So we're sitting right at that 30-minute mark. We like to try to keep them 30 minutes. Uh, once again, the podcast drops every Wednesday morning. As early as you want to get it, it's there. I think it's like 5 a.m. is when it drops. Um, the uh, shows are still going to be recorded on Sunday night at 7.30. So if you want to get in on a show, just message I want in, and we will reach out to you and get you in on a show. For myself and the Duke... We uh, we hope that Tennessee pulls off another, or at least looks good, losing in games. Uh, 